episode 197 of the Mandarian Orange Show. I'm Phil Vecchio. And I'm Jammin' Janelle. We are just a couple of episodes away. After this episode, there are two more episodes, and then we are at 200. We made some plans. We have some plans. We'll, we'll tell you about that in the news in a moment. But uh, how's it going on the couch, on the L-shape? You know... The L-shape has really um, brought up the quality of our life. It really has. We we enjoy it a lot. We spend a lot of time, all of us in various ways, on the L-shape. I mean, the L-shape is com. Yeah, that was a good present. Yeah. Thanks, Mom and Dad. Yeah, thanks, Mom and Dad. Um, my favorite part is where the L intersects. Yeah. Um, it's a hot commodity. I can sometimes, like, make the L-shape with my own body. You do, definitely. Nap. Somehow, even though we can fit, like, eight people on this couch, between you and Audrey, you can take the entire couch up if you want Yes, to. true. Sometimes I perch on the end when we're playing video games. Yeah. I don't have to sit on the floor anymore. I like nudging up in the corner, up against Your the arm. corner. But when I take a nap on it, I like to spread on the, on the, not on the lounge part, but the other length. The lounge part. Is this the yeah, lounge? Yeah, like not the, you know, there's the chaise lounge part. Yeah, that you don't out. do that. You like I like the, the long part. part. Yeah. Okay. I'm more of a chaise lounger. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good couch though. <sighs> Love it. And then like the cushions don't come off. I thought that would be irritating, but it's actually less irritating because yeah. they're like so non. They don't move. Now I feel like at some point they're gonna probably get torn. Probably, but it's so great not having them flop around. Yeah, you don't have to like rearrange, put the couch cushions back. That used to be one of the kids' chores is like, Can you guys put the couch back together? Cause the cushions would get all off. Now it's the throw pillows. Yeah, but that doesn't have to be any particular <laughs> order. These ones, these throw pillows are too rough for me. They're like canvas, and it like irritates my skin. <laughs> I like soft. I like a soft pillow. We're aware. But I like it soft on the outside, lumpy on the inside. I like a good lump He's in my pillow. He's the weirdest pillower there ever was. I'm very particular about my pillows. But it's like, not even particular. It's not like you're being all fancy about it. It's like you want a pillow that has been shredded by a rat. <laughs> Not an actual rat. But you want that same feeling. Like I want you would pay lumps. somebody to shred your pillow into bits and pieces and then sew a case around yes, it. Yes, that's all I want. I just want an old lumpy pillow with a nice <laughs> outer covering that's soft. And like. I'll be, like, sleeping at night, and I can feel when I get one of Phil's old, lumpy, gross pillows that are have all these weird clumps in them, and I'm like, I can't sleep. Where's my pillow? You took my pillow, which is, a, like, sleeping on a piece of heaven. Oh, see, I like, there's nothing, like, because if you can, you got to rotate the lumps around, and if you can get it in just the right spot where the one lump is on the big part of your head, then you got a lump that goes up and, like, protects your neck. And it's, like, some Fantastic. of these pillows I had in high school, and you've, like, taken them as your own and, like, torn them apart and shredded them just the right way. Mm, yep. And there's one pillow 
where the case, like the outer case has come off, but you'll shove that down in the corner of the pillowcase just so. I asked you to you help me sew it. Cotton around. I asked you to help me sew it up and you said you won't do it. You refuse <laughs> to help me preserve the most comfortable pillows. You better start working on some more because they're going to disintegrate. So you better start working on your rat's pillows now. (laughs) I like it a certain way. Okay, the couch cushions that I like the most, the throw pillows, are the old lumpy ones, not the new soft ones. Soft on the outside. All these new ones for him. Those will be great in like five or ten years. But right now they're too like mushy. I want to get a good lump in there. And then like. Why do we have, like, towels, too, from the 1970s? Well, first of all, because that's vintage and cool. My Yoda towel (laughs) from the original Empire Strikes Back release. Is is that up there? The Yoda towel? Yeah, I tuck it way in the back, so it's only on special occasions (laughs) that it gets used. Because one time I ruined one of your towels. You did. I had a really cool towel. With my female time. And you'll never be recovered. I mean, it's fine. It's just, you know, I had to preserve some of them for only special uses. That's all. You can't get mad at me. It's a natural. I never got mad. It's a natural part just of life. It's sad. There's a difference. When you break something, you're not punished for it. But it's okay to mourn the loss of break the thing. Break it. I was just bathing. Well, I meant the other day when you smashed my great-grandmother's plate in the drain. Oh, yeah. I did do that. Not on purpose, though. I, was, I know. I wasn't was ever mad. You were lifting a pot and then also holding... You were, like, doing, like, five things at once, and then the pot slipped out of your hand yeah, and dropped into the sink. I remember. You were trying to we, multitask. We were trying to finish off the ham. <laughs> the Easter ham lasted too long. Really. I know. It's, it's really good at first, and then everyone gets tired of it, and then I wind up being the only one eating it, and then I can't handle that much ham, and then I have to, like, sneak ham into different things for you guys. You put it in, like, some SpaghettiOs. Yeah. That was good. You put it as, like, a sandwich mulch. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you really know how to make food sound appealing. <laughs> it was basically a ham mulch. It was more like a it was Philly good. steak sandwich, but with ham and onions yeah, instead Philly of like... Philly steak sandwiches are a yeah, mulch. But you said a ham mulch. That's not appealing. That's a beef mulch. Oh, my gosh. So, if you ever start a restaurant, can I please write the menus? Because <laughs> we want people to actually want to eat it. My restaurant would be It would really be delicious. Popular. But if you call it mulch, I don't think anyone's going to want to eat it. Yeah. All right. Well, that's enough banter. <laughs> Did we banter enough for you all? It's time to get to the news. And now the news. Well, rate and review us, as always, on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, and now Podchaser. That's right. And in fact, I finally got approved as like a host. So now it shows me as the host for this show. But not me. Not you yet. You gotta you gotta do your whole thing. But it shows me for this, Alex B. Keaton is my friend and all my other past podcasts. Like I'm on all kinds of stuff now. You're ready. So Podchaser, yeah. You can also email us at mandarianorangeshow at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Anything, especially coming up on our two hundredth episode. 
We would love to hear any congratulatory or encouraging emails about that. And we may save some of those to read on the 200. So if you have anything you'd like to say for the 200, this is your chance to get it into us beforehand because you never know when we'll actually record it. So please send us some stuff. You can also message us on Instagram and we also have Facebook. You can message us on Facebook. Please join our Facebook group, Mandarian Orange Show the Group. Follow it's along. easier for you to text us, you know, and you have our phone numbers. You can text us congratulatory messages. Text. That's true. <laughs> but we're not just giving that out over the internet, so sorry. We really want some congratulations. Congratulate us, dang it. Because I looked up this document that you made for our show notes, January 2016. So that means it took us a little over six years to get 200 episodes. I mean, that's not too bad. It's not too shabby. It's not like we once take a week, but in the yeah, summer. It's pretty good. Breaks. I think it's pretty good. We uh, also have another Potvox Presents coming up. We're doing two more before our summer break. Um, although I've already started booking additional ones for after summer break, which is awesome. But the next one coming up is May 15th with Candace Coker from Trinidad and Tobago. Very excited. Very excited for that. That's very cool. And then May 21st is The Spivvies. What? That's right. With all band members, including myself. On the t- on the chat, it's gonna so be great. it's gonna be good. That's so great. We're gonna have so many stories. We got some cool people um, for after summer, which will once I get the dates nailed down, we'll announce those officially. Yeah, but you have some other exciting ones coming up. Yeah. Also, I've said this several times, but it's always good to remind you that there is an episode of the Yesteryear Ballyhoo Review podcast. Fairly recently that I am on, it's the one where we talk about Plan 9 from Outer Space, so you can look for me there. And uh, that's kind of the businessy announcement stuff. What else is going on? Basically, room escape. Yeah. Janelle's done her room escape for her class all this last week and the week before. I have another day, and then I have another day to clean it up. It's very... Fun, but so time-consuming and tiring. Yeah, I'm really pooped. Really pooped. And it's just way more work than teaching. Yeah. It was really fun, though, because I got to bring half my class through today. And that felt like home. (laughs) Like, these are my peeps. These are who I see day to day. And it's like, we just get each other. And they made it on the leaderboard. I think they're third third place. They got third place on the leaderboard. For and that's pretty good because they're up against fifth graders. So now, because of Luke and Audrey's crazy schedules, I have only been able to come. I helped you. We all came in and helped you to set it you up. You set it all up last week, and we're only able to come in like one day to actually help run it. But. It was a really fun day for you guys to come in. It was. That was pretty cool. There was like other other people that adults that came through as what did you call them? Uh, I don't know, engineers, te- uh, additional transport technicians. technicions or something like that. Transportation. Well, because the theme of the room escape is it's space. So at the beginning of the room, everyone gets beamed up onto a spaceship. You retrieve some information and then you get beamed back to Earth before the air runs yeah. out. So I was calling them stowaways, and feels like no. That's from the pirate ship. I mean, you could have a stowaway on a spaceship, but it's 
different. It's engineer sounds better. Yeah. Sounds more spacey. Yeah. So yeah, that's been very busy and time consuming, but awesome. Yeah. And then this last weekend, I had an emperor for a day, mostly. Yeah. Although you got too tired, so we had to, like, call it early, so I had to get some makeup time. You do. You get an hour and... An hour and 37 minutes. 37 minutes. And I'm keeping all seven of those extra minutes. Had a lot of fun. Played games. Watched some TV. Went on a hike. We watched Pete and Pete. Yeah. A lot of Pete and Pete. Played Rook, and we played Racco. And some video games. You fit a lot in your day. I did. It's kind of like tiring to do your emperor. I keep it going, going, going. We use the new switch spinner, which is very cool. You can see it on our Mandarian Orange Show Instagram reels. We got it from Etsy, and you put like eight switch cartridges in it, and then you spin it like it's a roulette Mm -hmm. wheel. Whenever it lands on, that's what you play. So each of us picked two games and put it on there, and then we'd spin it and then play a little bit. We still have way more to do. We do, but it's really fun. And it's personalized, although Mandarian Orange Show wouldn't fit on there, but Popbox Music did. So it says Popbox Music with the Popbox Music colors. It's the same. No. It's part of our empire. Oh, I thought you meant it's the same colors. I'm like, that's no, not no, the same no, colors. It's not the same colors, but I mean, it's all part of the same media. Yeah, yeah our media empire. empire. Sure, sure, sure. I gotcha. And then the other thing, like an announcement for upcoming, we are doing Mandarian Orange Show. Our 200th episode, <laughs> it's going to be live, you yes, guys. We're, we're doing it live. live. But we will post the audio later, And video, too. yeah. So here's our plan. We're going to do it live, like on a Facebook stream, like a Facebook live stream, right? You'll be able to come in there and watch it. If you're on Facebook, you can watch it live. You can ask questions or make comments. We'll also be having some special guests on, like, Zoom. But those may be, like, pre-recorded. So we'll probably like you know, cut yeah. to a video kind of thing. So it's going to be a whole production. It's going to be really cool. So please um, keep that in mind. We'll set up an event page when we know exactly when it's going to be. But it'll be in a few weeks. Yes. 200th episode, live stream. We'll post a video for it later. And then I'll also edit it as a podcast form as well. So Yeah. It's going to be great. It's going to be so cool. You guys, so, so cool. So fun. I'm very excited for it. And hilarious. It's already so hilarious, and we haven't even done it. Can I tell you something really cute about my Teacher Appreciation Week? Yes. So, during art class, my students made me this little booklet, and it has all these, like, pictures and messages. A lot of pictures of Diet Coke. (laughs) They know the way to my heart. Know your audience. But... A lot of comments that I am the funniest teacher they've ever had, (laughs) that I'm a comedian, not spelled correctly, but still, I get the point, and they think I'm hilarious. But then the best one that made me a little teary-eyed said, you're the only teacher I've ever had that likes playing video games and likes Pokemon. Aww. And that just made me tear up because it's probably true and they never will have another. Seems likely. (laughs) There are other teachers that like video games and Pokemon, but not too many. Not like me. Not like you. (laughs) Well, we are going to move along because that is all of our news. And we're going to do a game. It's time for top five. 
Every time a bell rings, we give our... Top five. We haven't done a top five in a long time, and I was like, we gotta do a top five, so... We got a real good category. We do. I suggested it. You pushed back a little bit, but I said, no, this is gonna be a good one. So this is gonna be our top five coins. American denominations only. U.S. denominations only. Mm Mm-hmm. Coins. Top five coins. And you're like, there's not even that many. And I'm like, yes, there is. And then we started talking about it, and you're like, okay. So we're going to do it. Top five coins. You go for it. You go first. All right. So my top five, (laughs) in no particular order, are Uh the dollar gold coin. Oh, the Sacagawea? Mm Mm-hmm. Interesting. You were really irritated with those when they came out, though. I was, but I it's also worth the most. I guess I was more irritated with them because at the time when those came out, they were giving them out as change at the like if I paid with a twenty at the post office and I had like two dollars worth of stuff, they would give me eighteen gold coins. I'm like, what am I gonna get eighteen gold coins? Give them as tips. Yeah. Silver dollar. Oh, okay. That's worth a dollar, right? Yeah. Yeah, it is. And then the half dollar. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, then the quarter. I think I see a pattern here. And then um, the Chuck E. Cheese coin. What? That's not U.S. Mint? You didn't say Mint. You just said U.S. I said United States denominations. Fine. Dimes from 1978. <laughs> All right. We'll allow the Chuck E. Cheese because I technically... But that's a token, not a coin. Because a coin has numer- has uh, actual currency value, whereas a token is something given to represent a value but has no actual value what on its own. What if the Chuck E. Cheese coin is more valuable in my heart than in dime? But it's not currency, though. It's currency to the mouse oh of Chuck E. Fine. We'll, we'll allow you to include you a token. You don't understand. Like, I would keep Chuck E. Cheese coins in my piggy bank. Because as somebody who visited different parents, (laughs) it was a place I went to a lot, and I'd only get a certain amount of Chuck E. Cheese coins. Tokens. And I would keep them, and then I'd, like, you know, hoard them and have more to spend. And it just keep growing and growing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And my sister would, like, try to get into my stash and I'd say, you could ride the ride with me, okay? <laughs> we'll go on that little rocket and, like, push up the bar together and we'll be too heavy and break it. You know, it's funny is recently my dad, like, found a huge bag of tokens from Chuck E. Cheese that are not good. No, it's all it's all cards now. But people actually buy tokens now because they're like, you know. See, they are valuable. It doesn't mean they're currency though. I didn't say they're not valuable. Whatever. I put the 1978 time because I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) And it's amazing and hilarious that a Chuck E. Cheese coin is on my top five coins. (laughs) Why 1978? No patek. Why? You didn't specify a year on any of the other ones. Why the 1978 dime? Because I was born in 1978. I know that, but listeners might not. But also, why only the dime? Why do you not want a silver dollar from 1978? Because I don't care. That's a lot of money. What Just about the Sacagawea in 1978? Trick question. They didn't make them back then. Yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> I feel like they came out when you were in college. 2000, actually. 
Oh, really? Yeah. You know how I know? How? Wikipedia. I thought we weren't allowed to Wikipedia this stuff. No one ever said that. Who said we can't Wikipedia? I thought you said on top fives we're not allowed to do that. I do not think that is accurate at all. In well, fact, good, I've definitely used like sure all kinds of stuff. Yes, like that's okay. That's why we don't do it sometimes. Is I know it's going to be very like research intensive, and I don't have time to put it together. All right, let's hear your top five coins. I'm really excited about this. Top five coins. Number one, the silver dollar. Now, there's a couple, a couple of things. My grandpa, uh, Grandpa Vecchio, was a big coin collector. Yes, he was. And, you know, a lot of times, like, presents would include coins, collector coins, you know, mint ones. He or gave just whatever. our kids both their coin collections uh, from the year they were born. So I have, like, a fond memory of getting a silver dollar here and there. Also, the cool table that you commissioned that our friend Dan would make. Oh, my God. Has silver dollars from That's 1978 implanted, you know, in the table so you Both can see sides. it. Very, very cool. So, that's cool. But also, this is crazy. Did you know this? There... Okay, well, I'm just going to read the Wikipedia. Cite my, my sources. <laughs> Wikipedia on dollar coins. Dollar coins have never been popular in circulation since inception, since they were first made. Despite efforts by the government to promote their use to save the cost of printing $1 bills, such as a presidential $1 coin program, most Americans currently use the bill. Like I said, nobody wants to carry around that many dollar coins, right? For this reason, since December 11th, 2011, the Mint has not produced dollar coins for general circulation, and all dollar coins produced after that date have been specifically for collectors. These collector coins can be ordered directly from the Mint, while pre-2012 circulation dollars can be obtained from most U.S. banks. They have not made dollar coins in 11 years. That's why I don't see them ever. That's crazy. That is crazy. I had no idea. We, people make a big deal about like discontinuing the penny, and they discontinued dollar coins. Well, and now there's a coin shortage. Yeah. Okay. This is fascinating. Number two, state quarters. We've had a lot of fun with those quarters that like they did so the state true. series. I do like that. Each state has a different quarter, and we've got we still are missing there's a couple. Still, somewhere missing. But we haven't like looked for a little while. We got to like go through all our coins. We and don't stuff. get a lot of coins. We don't. So that's going to be tough, but. We do have a really cool collector thing for the state coins. And also the National Park. Is it National Parks? Yes. I think it was National Park it was coins. National Parks. But yeah. not all of them. No, but it also had like some national monuments and things. So. Anyway, those are fun. But I specified the state quarters. Okay. Next, number three. The wheat penny. <laughs> I mean, you gotta love a wheat penny. These are like Did older ones. Did you have ones. a wheat penny? Like a bunch of wheat pennies. Aren't they worth money? Some of them can be. They're not only because I, I want to say it was like, I don't know. I didn't look this up, but somewhere in the 40s when they like shifted over from, you know, on the front, it's got Abraham Lincoln on the back. It used to have the wheat instead of what's, you know, the Lincoln Monument. And now it's just like that shield, I don't know, presidential shield or something mm. like that that's on the back. So it's changed a few times over the years. But those wheat pennies, I just remember as a kid, it was always fun when I would go through my change and see if any of those popped up and be like, so excited. I got a wheat penny because they're old, you know. It's fond memories. Did you not sit and count your change over and over again and organize it into piles on your bed like as a kid? No. I spent hours doing that. I did have a stamp collection, though. Oh, I, I had that, too, but never, like, I still had. I, there's still a stamp collection out in the garage. 
I may have not known that you can't reuse a stamp, though. <laughs> and I may have gotten mail sent back to me. You thought you could just lick it and I send it again? I thought you could lick it again. And then my mom's like, no, you can't do that. Like, it kind of defeats the purpose of the stamp. What like, did you think oh, the function of the stamp was? I get it. But, I I mean, I did send a couple accidentally, not knowing that they didn't catch. Hmm. It was only when I had the little stamp left over on it. See, now that wouldn't fly it wouldn't it's fly. all digital. Yeah, you know? but. Not that I know you weren't trying to pull something. I didn't but. know. I never did it again after that, but I'd be like, eh, I'm bored of the stamp. I'm going to send it to a friend. <laughs> That's how you thought stamp collecting worked. <laughs> oh, young Janelle. And I, like, I didn't have, like, special stamp pages. I, like made my own and like scotch taped them to the page oh yeah my stamp collection is in old nesquik like the old metal tins with a little mm-hmm. metal circle at six on the top cleaned out of, of course. course you would still have your stamp collection oh, yeah. of course got my baseball cards i don't have any of my coin collection i, I collected all. the whole fruitopia bottle collection wow don't have those anymore. Th- those are worth money like i think like five cents a piece at the recycling place <laughs> All right, go on with your coins. Number four, buffalo head nickels. <laughs> those are great. I mean, that that was a... Re- I, mean, I don't think you come across those very much now, but I do remember coming across them as a kid every once in a while. Yeah, but you're 43 now. I know. So 43 years ago, like they sometimes <laughs> popped up in circulation, but I doubt you'd come across that too often anymore. I doubt. And number five of my top five coins. Cheese? The 50 cent piece. Really? Yeah, because a couple of things. One, it's the only one that has peace in the title. Although, okay, I also took a little uh, excerpt from Wikipedia here to read. The entry on Wikipedia starts with this for the half dollar coin. The half dollar, sometimes referred to as the half for short or 50 cent piece, is a United States coin worth 50 cents or one half dollar. Have you ever heard of that before? No one's ever called it the half. You have a half? Have you ever heard someone say it you got a half? Like, like the Canadian, like... Like the loony? Loony. Yeah, except that that's something people actually call it. No one's... I've never heard someone say, oh, you got any quarters? How about a half? You got Stop any halves? trying to make fetch happen. Yeah. That feels like someone put that in there to try to get people to call them halves, and it's never going to happen. <laughs> But interestingly enough, it is the largest U.S. circulating coin currently produced. Hmm. I'm assuming by diameter, you know. They're bigger than... It is bigger than the dollar. Well, I don't know if it's bigger than the dollar because the dollar is not currently produced. So, I'm not sure about that. Hmm. I I didn't... I think it is. Because I have plastic ones in my classroom. Mm, Yeah. And they are made to size. But they're very rarely... Like, you never... I don't think I've ever spent a 50 cent piece. We spent those dollar coins when they were giving them away like crazy, but no one ever uses those hardly. At least I never have. I feel like my grandpa would give me 50 cent pieces. Yeah, but then what did you do with them? You went and spent them at the store or did you like yeah. collect them? No, I'd spend them. Hmm. Are you kidding me? I don't <laughs> have money, any money. Huh? My money was gone the second it hit my hands. I got pockets of coins all over the place. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that if anything ever happened to me and you had to go through my stuff, you might want to just peek inside the boxes before you dump them because there's probably coins tucked away. Just FYI. Just a heads up. I don't want to think about that. I'm just saying I've got things squirreled away. 
gosh. And check the walls. No, mattress. nothing nothing like that. Check it'll, the mattresses. It'll all be in boxes somewhere. That's, everything's going to be pretty obvious. So, if you want to hear more about coins, if this is fascinating to you, we did record an episode over the years where you traded out a coin at the Coops Coin. That's right. Let's not forget about that. Go so, back and look for that. Look, look, search Mandarin Orange Show coin trading. I'm sure it'll come up. I probably put something in the title about it. Yeah, you But I did. did. I made a profit on that coin that you I sold. Did. That we came across. And you're like, oh, take it. It was yeah, it was cool. It I was like it, it was like being on Pawn Stars, where I yeah. got to bring it in, and they made me an offer. Except there was no um, negotiating. That's not really how it works at the coin place. But still, well, you got it, and then I think we—that's where we bought our portfolios. So it is, we like for spent the state more coins. money than you made. Oh, by a lot, yeah. <laughs> but I did turn a profit on that dime. Mm-hmm. It's quite exciting. Mm-hmm. So that has been Coin Talk. Top five coins. If you guys have any opinions on coins, please write to us at mandarinorangeshow <laughs> at gmail.com. I would also love for someone to do this because I often ask for perhaps silly or ridiculous, you know, emails. If you have a thought about this, I want someone to go back in like an early episode and find one of those questions I said and then write an answer to it, but don't give me the context of what I said because <laughs> I have a feeling I'll have no idea and it'll be really fun to hear. So. That's your assignment this week. In addition to writing to us about coins, go back and find an old one and then answer that question without giving us context. All right. Excellent. Okay, we're going to do a very quick movie time. Movie time. We just had to do movie time real quick because we did finish the Harry Potter series. And then we kind of like half started the Fantastic Beasts because you were like in a wizarding world of Harry Potter movies. Let me just tell you, like when they got to be like teenagers, I am in. I am like you like the teen drama, the hugest Harry Potter fan. Now I loved it. I couldn't have twisted your arm to watch it like back in no, the day. No, no, no. I was like, get away from me. I want nothing to do with the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. And then I was like, when they b- did the really cool like themed land, it started to pique my interest because I'm like into stuff like that. And then the first few movies I enjoyed, but they were a little juvenile. <laughs> Once the romance started to kick in, you were like, Oh my gosh. Spoiler alert. Guys, I had no idea that Harry and Hermione were not love interests. Yeah. It's analogous to Star Wars. Luke and Leia were not love interests. Yeah, but because they were brother and sister. But Harry and Hermione were essentially that in this. They were like brother and sister. Like brother and sister. That's how their relationship was. I don't know. It was great i loved it and you said like you said harry was unlikable and maybe he's in the books more i think in the books they are more but there was plenty of stuff they had I in just there felt like harry like he just had such a hard life i'm telling you he was painted as less likable in the books hmm. i just really liked him in this i know they made him more appealing in the movie. <laughs> it was Daniel Radcliffe. It must be that Daniel Radcliffe charm. 
Well, now we just watched the trailer for that Weird Al, <laughs> like, biopic, quote-unquote. I'm sure he's wonderful in that Sandy, Sandra B one, Oh, too. yeah, we haven't watched that yet, The Lost City. But I am so excited for that Weird Al movie, I cannot tell you. Like, the trailer was, alone, like, I was, like, dying. Like, this is amazing. And Weird Al's quote about it was he said, when he made his first movie, UHF, in 1989, he made a solemn promise to his fans that he would release a movie every 33 years like, like clockwork like and he is fulfilling that work. promise i love weird al so much and this is gonna be great it's gonna be great and i've met him does anyone have an accordion <laughs> i know you always rub that in <laughs> where were you yellowstone i went to a concert i don't remember what you went to a concert yeah. but i was at his concert i don't remember i think you were on vacation maybe i went on a trip i can't remember all I know is I couldn't make it. And you guys all rubbed it in. <laughs> Jeff got you backstage to yeah. go meet Weird Al. Yeah, he's great. Well, anyway, that's it for movies. We just had to wrap that up. Although we are going to watch more of the Fantastic Beasts. It's already... Well, it's fun. We've, we've watched like the first half of the first one. I love a period drama. Yeah. It doesn't have... I don't it's know. not the same. It's not quite the same, but I think it'll be fun. But seeing like the American version of Wizards is great. Yeah, I think that I think it'll be good. It's just hard to catch lightning in that bottle. Yeah, like it's not going to be the same. I mean, no match, Muggle. There's some that's fun. I'm fine with that. <laughs> but without Daniel Radcliffe and the gang, it's going to be yeah. it's it's a tough adjustment yeah, there for sure. All right. Couch Potato Corner. Couch Potato Corner. This CPC. Because Moon Knight just finished. Oh my gosh. We won't say any spoilers for Moon Knight, but just how did you feel about the ending here? I loved it. It was great. It got a little confusing for me in the middle, but then I watched some TikToks and I think I understand more. <laughs> It's definitely, like, a very different, I mean... It's very dense. It is, and it's not your typical superhero stuff, which I think is great. Like, I mean, there definitely is some superheroing in yeah. there, but it was a very different kind of story, and I think it was so well done, and I think Oscar Isaac is such a good actor. Like, it was really fun to watch him. Also, the girl, and I don't know the actress's name, so but good. she was really, really good, she too. like... She's, like, fantastic. Did she do her own stunts? I don't know. It like, definitely seemed like it. Amazing, yeah. like, fighter. <laughs> yeah, she was really, really good. It was so well done. Ethan Hawke, too. Like, it's crazy to see him, first of all, old. But also, I he's know. just... He was so good in it. And, like, a very different type of character, I feel like, than we've seen him play. Yeah. I mean, it was a lot different than Reality Bites anyway. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Um, kind of. <laughs> I guess in a way. It was great. It was great. Of course, we've also been watching MasterChef Junior. That's fun to watch. I mean, if Gordon Ramsay throws some food, yells at some kids, spits, spits out some food, food, and says, what a just, shame. It's a, good, it's a good show. Yeah. We've also been keeping up with AFV because, you know, we that's our show. We were on it. We won first place. They've been picking a lot of dog videos and stuff, animal videos to win lately. Yeah, I I don't know what's going on, but it needs to stop. Yeah, 
I'm not saying there can't be a funny animal video, but people need to stop thinking that just because there's an animal in it, it's inherently funny. Yeah. Yeah, it's not actually, like, do something funny. There are funny videos with animals, but just an animal does not, in itself, make a video oh, funny. No. We had a lot of AFV to catch up on because we just watched those Harry Potter yeah. movies. Eight of them. And then we've also been, you and I have been watching Silicon Valley and we've been enjoying that. So great. Like, what a funny show. Very. Again, very not family friendly. So no. don't don't get mistaken there. But it's it's really good. And that's all we've done on Couch Potato Corner. And you guys, it's... Uh, room Escape Week. It's Room Escape Week. I, we haven't done fiction books in a while, and I've got a lot of books I really want to talk about, but we're going to have to bank it one more week. And we are rapidly racing towards our 200th episode, so please don't forget, dear listeners, to send us an email at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com. Tell us what you think about the show and whatever else you want to say. We'll read it on the show. We will. We'd love to hear from you. All right. Well, anything else, Janelle? Still don't know when uh, Let's Make a Deal is happening. I know, and it's like they haven't posted the new schedule, so we have no idea. No, like they have next till next Friday, so hopefully next week they'll post it. And hopefully I'll know. so, yeah. And I could tell you. Whew. All right, well, with that, I think we're going to wrap it up. So for the Mandarian Orange Show, I'm Phil. And I'm Janelle. And we talk so you don't have to.